0: want to just double check here. Good morning if you're watching us in replay or if you're joining us live. Here we go. I am excited today to bring on some of our Inner Circle members, also members of our Mastermind group. We're going to talk a little bit about the holidays. We're just going to see if anybody pops on here. We are live in the group.
1: Each week, I'll share simple, proven business strategies, inspiring stories from fellow retailers and advice from industry experts. Together, we're going to work to find the success you want from your retail business with more profits in your till and a little more joy in your life.
0: While we're re- waiting, oh, here we are. We are live doing our holiday boost. While we're waiting for a few people to come on, or as people are jumping on, if you guys would like to let us know who's in the room, who do we have? Jeff, do you want to start? Let us know who you are and where your shop is located. What's your shop and where are you looking?
2: Okay, I'm Jeff Lee. I'm the Venice Nest Time and Gifts in Mount Holly, North Carolina, which is just a suburb of Charlotte, North Carolina.
0: And Jeff, you've been a member of the Inner Circle since the very beginning. Yeah. It's been a long long time, a long, a long time. And Jeff's also a member of our Mastermind Group, which is the Level Up Mastermind Group. Thanks for being here, Jeff. I know it's a busy day as Jeff is wearing his Halloween costume. He's got a shop full of trick-or-treaters, which is a good thing. We always want the kids going home and telling the parents, guess where I was today? Amy, check if you want to introduce yourself.
3: Yeah, hello, I am Amy Check from Schoolhouse Salvage. We are an architectural salvage antique vintage warehouse in Chagrin Falls, Ohio, which is outside of Cleveland. We lean heavily on antiques and vintage, and I have also been with Wendy for quite some time, and I wouldn't change a thing. I love it, and it's valuable, and it's fabulous. And she didn't, didn't need say that.
0: No, I didn't mean to say that. that I think Amy and you're like, oh, gee, like way back. And also a member of our level at Mastermind Group. So thank you for taking time. I know that it's really busy for you, a really busy season for everybody. I appreciate you taking time right now.
4: And Amy Hart, let us know. Good morning. Good morning. I'm Amy Hart and I own the Hair and the Heart in beautiful downtown Thomas, Georgia. We're in Southwest Georgia, just about 30 minutes north of Tallahassee, Florida. And I have been a member of the Inner Circle and the Mastermind Group for three years now. I took Retail Made Simple in the fall of 2020 and fell in love with Wendy and everything she was teaching me. And I just don't know where I'd be without this group and Wendy.
0: Oh, well, this is like a lovely love fest for Wendy's
1: (laughs)
4: generation.
0: (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> <He> y'all just <laughs> filled up my bucket. So that I am, you know, I did, I did put it out to a lot of people to come on, and I think I want to appreciate for I want to, I didn't just pick out like these 3 We'll say something nice, but as inner circle members, I wanted to bring you on as as long time inner circle members, and as retailers who are doing cool things. I, I see you guys all doing things and working. I always say working the plan, like you're you're not dabbling in business. If any of you saw my post from yesterday. You're doing the work that it takes, right? And we're also still living lives and trying to juggle all the things. And, you know, cause it's not just about running a retail business. And I think, I think that's really important as we're going into the holidays. We talk about it in the holiday boot camp. We talk about it, you know, that we have to have a life and there is life stuff happening around. We all have teams. All of you have teams and people that work with you and for you. But we also have those, that lifestyle stuff happening. So I wanted to bring some people on today and talk about holiday, like the next, the next eight weeks, like the next eight weeks and actually into January, because I know all of you are planning into January. That's an important part as well, too, of this holiday excitement. And my first question, and I would love to, and, and if anybody's watching, any of our members that are watching, if you have a question, post it in the comments. I'm monitoring the comments as well. So hi, Amanda. Thanks for watching. I see you there as well. Let us know if you have any questions and we'll we'll see if the the panel can answer them. My question, my first question that I'd pose to all of you is what are you most excited about coming up over the next eight weeks? Jeff, you want to go
2: first? Well, the next eight weeks is is critical for our shop. Basically, mm-hmm. fourth quarter is around 40% of our annual sales. And the majority of that is in the last eight weeks. So. Um, I'm just, we we re the store, new inventory or new types of inventory and things like that. So I'm really excited to, for our customers to come in for, for that. I feel like we're about as prepared as we could be for this time of the year. So, and honestly, we kind of put back on the amount of events we're doing uh-huh. in the end of the year. And focusing on customer service and just relying on community events to kind of drive people downtown. So I'm, I just feel like I have great staff. I have the best from what I can tell. They've only been here a few weeks. The best seasonal people I've ever had and just very optimistic. I'm. it's weird. I'm like, this seems too good to be in this position at this time. So. Now, not to say we haven't put a ton of work from August to this point in, but I thought we'll reap the rewards. I have high hopes for the end of the year.
0: (laughs) You have high hopes. You have been putting the work in. So getting prepared, hiring the right staff, bringing in different products, really paying attention to your customers' needs. I also want to say, I think you said the exact same thing November 1st last year. I actually have a note. Found that you said, I don't know, I feel weirdly confident about the year and it was a great year <laughs> and it prepared. Was a great year. Yeah. And it was a great year last year too. So, but it's because we're putting the work in all year. So, just not winging it or waiting last minute. So, I am excited that you're excited about it this year.
2: Yeah. I just, our employees now, we have employees that we brought in last year that we kept on all year. Huh. And yeah. I feel like they really understand what we're trying to accomplish. So, we had a few little bumps, you know, because everybody was brand new pretty much. Mm-hmm. And this year with a core group, I just I'm highly confused. <laughs> yeah. Well we'll do do the right things and maximize the traffic, foot volume as far okay. as sales go. Yeah. And
0: one of the things that you've done, and I've watched you do, and I'm sure the the, the two Amy's would agree, we've seen you really prepare your your team culture, your team vibe your training, all of that's really important. So that's why they're prepared because you prepared them for it. So I love that.
4: So thank you. Amy Hart, what are you most looking forward to over the next few weeks? Well, I'm actually, I was noticing this morning as I walked into my shop that they're already putting up the Christmas lights downtown. I'm really excited about just the festive atmosphere in our town. We are in a very historic, beautiful downtown and Our town does a really good job of putting Christmas on. So A, the festive atmosphere, but like Jeff was talking about all the events in in our town, we're going to participate in those in December. We do have a few events in November that we're doing with some of the artisans that we carry in our shop. We've already actually done one in November to kick off fall, but we're going to be kicking off holiday shopping in November with two separate events. So I'm really excited about those. Been reverse engineering those and really making sure that we're ready for them and really promoting those as well. And then also with, I've been working on that sales accelerator funnel since May. And we have been beating our stretch sales goals every month since July. And we're about to beat our stretch stretch goal for October. So like Jeff was saying, just doing all the work ahead of time and then watching all of our numbers not just the top dollar numbers, but watching all of our numbers. And I'm really, I feel like we're prepared this season as well with just all of our events, how we're marketing, educating our staff, and just being ready to find the perfect gift for every customer that walks in the store that's um, shopping for this season. So really excited about everything.
0: Really, really fine tuning. And I love that you're working the strategy, the sales strategy. I also love that you're working Look at that. She mentioned the numbers Wendy's going to mention the numbers. It's not so much the numbers. Like you said, you're looking at all of the your audience has been growing. Your foot traffic's been growing. Your conversion's been growing. Yes. Your email list has been growing. Your sales have been growing, but your profits are like I. we're watching all of those numbers. And that is the sales strategy. And everybody in the inner circle here has access to that training. So make sure you go in and do it. <laughs> and then work the plan. <laughs> not too late. So, and, and of course, Amy's been deep diving a little bit more. She did this, the sales accelerator, the six week sales accelerator that we did as well. And of course, inside the inner circle or the mastermind group, but you know, we all have access to that and just paying attention to those numbers and setting those goals and bringing your team on board. So I love it. And I think you've built great momentum. Like Jeff, you've really made some great, great shifts and choices and what of product lines and streamlining, and you know, all of those things, so that it's just now you're just implementing. I that's how Easy. I see it. Yes, doing the things now. We're not deciding the things and everything, right? right. Everybody can take away from that. I think everybody in the inner circle can take away with like planning ahead and, and, and just making those decisions as early as possible so that you can implement and not be running around. So, I love that. So. I'm excited to see what happens this season for you. So because of Thanks. all you do. So Yes. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Amy, what are you most looking forward to?
3: So we take it in like a five week chunk because we are not a gift store and we are in a heavily diverse area that doesn't really do Christmas full bore. So we're really aware of needing to mix in vintage and antiques. So the next five weeks for us is a really big push. And we put some number goals in place. I'm a numbers goal kind of person. I too am doing a sales accelerator. So I knew what was not working. And for us, it was foot traffic. It's not working. So yesterday we had a staff meeting. We doubled down on our online goals with specific dollar values per day and what everyone's doing. So I am so excited to see that work because yesterday was day one and we nailed it. So as the days go by, that fills me up. I love to nail those goals. And um, we are resetting for Christmas. So this week's going to be fun. And I cannot wait to show all of our online people what we're doing for Christmas. It's going to be so much fun. So that's what we're looking forward to.
0: Yeah, I've been excited watching you get excited for Christmas. Just so put all, all of your items that you're putting out there, that's cool. And your people are excited. So Amy's really good at building like her clientele teasing. Teasing, I would say, is what you're really good at, Amy, as as also measuring how that teasing is working. Well, it's teasing
3: because you know me, I don't have a plan. So I'm really just as excited as everyone else to see what happens today. So it's not by, it's by just default because that's how we roll.
0: Yeah. You, you, so I just want to say that because I know a lot of people say, like, I don't want to plan. So Amy just said she's not a planner. And then Amy Hart said she is a planner, like, you know, planning ahead. I would, I would back that up and say that you do have plans in place. You you just don't have specific, here's what we're doing today and here's what we're doing tomorrow. I mean, I know that we're, you know, you know your goals and you have your your direction. Yeah, your team is well trained, yeah, and I, I- like. I don't have
3: a plan like Jeff, where I'm buying Christmas in June. I'm buying Christmas right now as things sell. That's kind of yeah. how we do things. But yes, I very honestly have a daily, monthly plan. But I'm excited because we're unpacking stuff, and I can be excited along with. Right, yeah. That's kind of where I was going. Today.
0: Yeah, and I love that. And I will say as well too, you just mentioning like you know. Your buying patterns, you have five weeks because your people are not, they're not Christmas shopping. They're not gift shopping. Like right? they're home decor pretty, yeah. they're buying home decor. So it's knowing that is already being ahead of the game. And also, if I can throw this out there, I'm either going to throw you under the bus or you're going to, I'm totally ready, but I know you can take it. One of the things that you mentioned last year, I think it was last year, even actually the year before, is make sure I'm ready for January. Like make sure I'm ready for January. So in October, I think in October or in last January, we we planned for last last October. You had said I need to be ready for January, so you were ready yeah. for January this year because Amy saw a huge dip in January. Wow. Um, so do you have anything in place for January sales? Yes. Yeah, right so
3: in true Amy Check style, we're going to completely redo the warehouse. I'm moving all my vendors. I'm redoing a whole bunch of stuff. So we're going to close mm-hmm. for two weeks. And during that two weeks, we're just going to do our inventory clean out. We're going to reset and refocus, kind of trying to recapture the market in our immediate area, which does not seem to be coming to any store in our area. And really take this time to do a big grand reopening. And we're super excited about it because for a while I was beating the drum of I'm super frustrated. But instead, we're going to take it as an opportunity to do a grand reopening, reinvent ourselves and do it in a positive light and roll out a massive reopening in January. So that's this January's plan. And I am so excited about it.
0: I love that. I think your people will be excited about it too. Yeah. So I love, I love that. See, you got a plan in place. A plan. Jeff, how are you? What are you doing to bring people back in in January?
2: Well, we were, we've moved greatly towards being a gift shop and an apparel shop. shop. So when we were more DIY time decor, Valentine's Day was really difficult for us to attract a lot of traction. Okay. So. In my buying, and a lot of the things are here now, or we brought in three different perfume lines, which are doing really well. We're bringing in, we've had costume jewelry for a long time. We're bringing in 18 karat dipped jewelry, 20, 12, 14 karat something else jewelry. I can't remember all the things, but it's just the next level of jewelry. It's not fine jewelry, but it's next level. So we are really putting all of our eggs into Valentine's Day and being a great place to buy gifts. And all of those things are, item-wise, higher than our average sales ticket right now. So I feel like we've gotten good response so far from those items. I think the product mix we have now, we can really take advantage of, of Valentine's Day. So I thought about doing those bounce back things, but I don't know. I'm on the fence about that. I just, I'm not a big, big promotions person. I like to clearance out seasonal merchandise and then have a twice a year clearance on other things that are just slow turners. I just don't really feel good about bounce back yet, but I may do do it later. But, but our eggs are in the Valentine's basket. Too. We want to increase you know, January, which would be late January sales and early February sales. If I can get those up about twenty-five, thirty percent, with all the emphasis on Valentine's gift buying, I'll be very happy with
3: that. That's so. a great idea. I love jewelry for you. I think it goes yes. so well with your clothing that you've trended to. I think it's a no-brainer. That's so cool.
2: Yeah. yeah. And yep. Yeah, as good margins, really. As, you know the apparel and jewelry, both are great margins actually compared to what I'm used. To. Yeah. So that's that's our emphasis. I hope it works. It can't hurt. I mean, January is kind of slow, but with apparel, I think we'll have better sales anyway. In January, people buy clothes all year long. I'm totally surprised that the amount of clothes we sell. Is Most just crazy. People always
0: want fresh in that. Yeah. In that yes. No.
2: So. Yeah, but that's our plan.
0: Hey, Hart, what about you? How are you planning for January?
4: Well, so for kind of all of Q1, which would start in January, we're going to be planning. We do a lot of our own designs. So we're planning to launch some new and fresh designs and new product lines that are original to us. So I'm excited about that. That may not necessarily be in January. That might be more like February, March. Q1. Just like most places, probably, January is our slowest time. But what I have learned is to be open that week after Christmas and going into the new year. I made that mistake the first year that we were open here in Thomasville, and I thought, oh, everyone's going to be all shopped out. And they are not. They have family in town. They just got money from grandma, and they want to go shopping. So we always make sure we're open that week. And then, you know, that first, and like Amy said, we always kind of reset in January. We have added a whole new section to our store this past summer, the Petit Marche, which is all of our food items, which I predict will do really well through like the holiday season. But I see us doing a lot of promotions from that section, kind of that huga time of year, that cozy time of year, the holidays are over. It's still chilly. You know, Valentine's is coming up, like Jeff said, and just like you're getting reorganized too. So we have, organizational stuff in that section as well, like for your pantry and things like that. So I plan on doing a lot of promotion, not necessarily sales, like, but like promoting that section of our store in January. So right. um, I'm trying to think anything else. Yeah. It's actually kind of my favorite time of year. I like, I like the weather at that time of year and I like that it's kind of a quieter time of year. So I plan to just do a lot of things in my emails and blogs and things like that.
0: I think being aware of an ex- anticipation and expectations of what's going to happen. So all three of you already have a plan for Q1, which I'm very proud of. Very proud of all well. you. You yes. taught us well. You are yeah, us yes.
3: well. <laughs> You're well, the so, Because that's why we have the plan. Right. We
0: have to have a planning for, for what's happening. I think it's also really important, and you can all agree or disagree. Let me know if you disagree. That's totally fine. But I think this is the time of the year as well. You know, we, we reap the harvest right now. As Jeff said, 40% of his income comes from Q4 or his revenue comes from Q4. You have to be really careful about how we protect that cash and, you know, how we spend that money. And because I, I, what I see from a lot of sort of, I want to say reactive retailers is that, you know, they, the cash flows up in Q4 and then the cash flows down in Q1 and they're all panicky. But, you know, having a plan in place and knowing as, as my coaches, my business coach always says, you know, putting, uh, squirreling that harvest away, like, you know, she's always talking about making sure that good times and bad, and I think that comes from lessons learned in retail and lessons and experience. Right.
2: And um, I want to add to that, Wendy, having a buying plan yes. for the year, uh-huh. all of a sudden those large numbers that are sitting in the bank account, aren't so I large know. anymore. I mean, when you look at your projected sales. And then the projection of what you need to purchase or have already purchased in my case. And, you know, yeah. that, that number starts to whittle down. It's not quite as, as big as it looks at me accounts. So a buying plan and projected sales are very, very crucial because I'll tell you honestly, we will be neck and neck with expenses and sales and, invoices to, to purchase, you know, for Mother's Day and things like that starting in January.
0: I mean, it happens, right? We have to be. And then I want to mention this month. So actually I think next week, this is the 31st of October. As we're recording this, I think on the 4th of November, we have a entire new masterclass going into the inner circle. I know that the mastermind members have already had access to that and it's an open to buy, understanding how to plan your inventory. It's been something that the Inner Circle members have been asking for. So I brought in a strategist, an inventory strategist to do the session for us. And Gwen has done the entire um, session for us. And it is a really good, broken down, easy to understand how to do a buying plan. So if what Jeff just said, like kind of made you, you know, if you haven't done a buying plan or you don't know what that means, we've got the training now in the Inner Circle. We will this week. (laughs) It'll It'll be dropped this week in the Inner Circle. So to give you that ease a little bit and to understand it is important. The other thing is what I'm seeing, and and again, I think you've all experienced this at some point in time, just from working with you and to share with other Inner Circle members, we really have to be profit mindset. And I know I talk about that. So it does not matter how much, like how busy we are moving product at the top. Like we could just be busy shuffling product out the door if it's not making it, like that's just exhausting and that's just too much. Really understanding profits and how that fits in, and how much is our payroll, and what percentage are we, you know, how, what do we have to spend? Like, how much money do we have to work with and play with, and understanding that you all do that very well. Do any of you have any tips on protecting your profits? Like, really, like something like a lesson learned that you could share with an inner circle, any of the other inner circle members? Anything at all?
2: Well, I'd wish we had turn rate, Uh
0: huh.
2: Turn rate for us is huge. And if I sit, sit down and look, I've been analyzing these numbers in my spare time. I mean,
0: nerd. I mean, you can have
2: something that's um, so a profit margin, but if it's not turning, it's not earning its keep on the floor. Right. And that's what this year for me has been about is to weed out these slow turn products or for products mm-hmm. turning, but not turning as fast as the amount of square footage I dedicated to it squeezing that down into a smaller display so the turn rate per square foot is still good, but it's not spread way out and looks like a phenomenal display, which I have one product line right now. I'm not turning fast enough to to justify how well it looks and how spread out it looks. So that will be a change. Probably at the beginning of the year, it's too late to make the change now. But turn rates are huge. That gives you the the, the foundation for making decisions about what to go forward with. And also looking at what's turning and going, you know, what else is out there in the market and the millions of products that I can select from that could possibly meet another customer's need in that similar area. Yeah,
3: that's such a good idea. I've never even thought about that because then I just go back to the same thing that's selling, but that's such a good idea.
0: Yeah. And sometimes, and Jeff made big decisions this year on... We get emotionally attached to our product lines, right? Mm-hmm. And, and our mastermind group about this a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we have to really pay. Uh, maybe the maybe the price is going up in something that we love. Maybe our customers love it. Maybe right. we love it. Maybe we want to keep it. Maybe it looks great on the shelf. We, we all get attached to these things. And especially as emotional buyers, when we're buying, if you're buying because we love something. But if it's not earning, it's key to like what Jeff said. It has to be sales the sales per square foot have a good turn rate have good margins all of these things Mm -hmm. matter it's really
4: important yeah i i like that too jeff because also with um the good turn rate and then buying fresh too all the time then people aren't seeing the same thing in your shop all the time it all needs to obviously go with the feel and the theme of your shop but if someone thinks oh well i can wait six months to buy that because it's always going to be there you need to mm-hmm. kind of sometimes, I mean, I'll, obviously we have like our stalwarts. We have our share glassware and we have our fusion mineral paint and we have our lavender product, but I like to mix up kind of the things. I don't even know what percentage I'll have to look, Wendy, of my products that I do mix up like that so that people don't get complacent and think that they can wait to buy something. You need to create kind of a, mm-hmm. a little bit of a sense of urgency. Oh, I better buy that while I see it because it may not be here next time I come. Yeah. And then like, like Jeff, I've moved some things to a smaller footprint in my store. The paint being one of them for me, it's going to sell no matter where I put it, because I have those return customers all the time. So we've kind of squeezed it in. It actually kind of looks better all squished together and not all spread out. But is that a technical term? Squish. It's the official retail. It's (laughs) I want to
0: remind everybody that we have an entire masterclass in the in the library under masterclasses for inventory. And we do talk about those categories and understanding your core product line, like Amy just mentioned. There's some things that people are always gonna come in for, you have to make sure you have, like that's a core product. And we go through the other four types of products that you want, and one of them is making sure that you have that fresh new you know, look. So I'm not gonna talk about the whole masterclass here, go find it in the masterclass section, it's under inventory. And it's a, it's a good one. It's not just about the numbers. It's about the product mix and understanding your churns and understanding how to, you know, how to display it and why it's
4: important. So,
0: and how, you know, all, merchandising and inventory both of them together makes a big difference. Yeah. In your turn rate as well, too, right? So any other comments on protecting your profits or maybe? Maximum? I think one
3: thing I learned and I fell into this trap probably three or four years ago, like this early in what I call early in the season, like October, I panicked and I was like, oh, my God, I don't have enough wholesale. I fell into the trap of watching what other people were doing. And I ordered a crap ton of stuff. And to be honest, I'm still selling through it because I over... Uber- I fell into the trap of needing to do what everyone else was doing and not really paying attention to what I should be doing. So we're, that's partially why we buy so diligently because I learned that lesson the hard way. I spent so much money this time a couple of years ago and it was not good.
0: Yeah, it can be. you can be, a, yeah, I've seen you struggle with that inventory and, you know, the panic buying, right? Panty That's buying. what it yeah. is. Panned buying.
3: Yes. So yeah. I've learned I know that about myself now. And I stay off <laughs> wholesale websites. <laughs> <laughs> my pants myself <laughs> <to> look, I think we're bottle over on the streets.
0: It goes back to having a buying plan and knowing what you need, right? Or what right. you want to make and what you need to sell and what our budget it Because it's just like us going shopping, right? And most of us that have our retail businesses, well, when I had mine my open it's like oh you go to the you go to the shows you go on the buying sites you're like it's tight. and we all did we've all done that everybody's done that like you know but then you yeah. get then you then you learn right you learn your lesson learn your lesson from well you learn when you go into january and are like where's all my money
3: so right. now i want the money in january i'm knocking it off with the buying and i'm selling that's what we're doing that's hilarious I, I,
4: on that note specifically for me with holiday items and i've learned that through like all the holidays of the year i want to be the store where people are buying their christmas gifts not necessarily their christmas decor because i found like Mm -hmm. i've overbought that in the past and Mm -hmm. then we're selling it on the sidewalk sale in february and i'd rather spend that money on things that are going to be bought the quarter i bought them so we do enough christmas buying so that it looks festive in the store and we can do a few displays and sell some Christmas gifty type items, but we've really tried to focus on that too. Awesome.
0: I want to honor all of your time today. I said I would keep it tight, keep it short. I know you're all busy getting ready for all the things. One last question. And this actually came from from one of the members who was submitted the other day. I said, would you ask the would you ask the panelists? That's all of you, would you ask them your best advice for enjoying the holidays through all this crazy time? So because, as we know, we can all get wrapped up and squirrely and, you know, like chaotic. So I have said in the boot camp that we really, I feel like we really need to make sure we're checking in with ourselves and still enjoying the big rocks. We have to make sure we take care of that stuff. That's why we plan ahead. That's my advice, always to make sure you plan ahead and how we show up, how we show up on a daily basis to our team for our suppliers, for our family, how we're showing up through this season matters. How we're because show- Customers can pick up on that. I don't care how much you fake it, right? So my advice is always like really checking in and making sure I'm not like spinning out of control. So do you have any advice? Amy Hart, you want to give us your best tip for enjoying the holidays and staying sane? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> enjoying the holidays. Showing up for all your people. And yourself. Hang up for yourself too.
4: Yeah, it's definitely a learned thing, I would say, because every year I just, every year I feel like it's getting better and better. And kind of like what I talked about earlier, it's planning those events way ahead of time, having them set. I've been really good about planning my weekly emails ahead of time and knowing what I'm going to be talking about. And it actually is fun to even write my emails now, I will say. So that's going to carry out through the whole year. But yeah, plan, 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 calendar. We've done our calendar through December for who's working what day and really been working on educating my staff, my little tiny staff on what we're getting in, what we're gonna be selling, what we're excited about. I'm excited about doing my shop windows this year because I started thinking about it in in July. So I'm really excited about this holiday season. So again, I think the key word is plan. And I know that that is just beating the same drum that Wendy talks about all the time and it works.
0: It works for you. So Jeff, what about you?
2: Well, I definitely follow your advice about the big rocks, and that's what my wife and I have done. We sat down and decided when our personal holiday party will be, you know, all the things that I've let slide in the past, wow. you know, for the sake of the store. So we got those planned out. As far as the store goes, I feel like we're in pretty much have done about all we can do ahead of time. We're getting very close once we finish our store decorations on um, this week. Pretty much we're set to go. I mean, it's just that pre-work has been done. The other thing I'm doing to take pressure off of the holidays, I'm decorating my house Sunday. That's my responsibility, get the tree up, get the decorations out, usually decorate the tree and do the front porch, the whole I don't care what my neighbors but. That is such a stressful thing. The closer I get to Thanksgiving, I just hate it so bad. I'm like, we're doing it early. I mean, I'm just doing everything early that I can and deciding what is personal priorities because the store's gonna do what the store's gonna do. I mean, I know we've planned events and we've done all these things, but you know, I think for us, we have such a core base of people, they're gonna come to the store. If we skip having a cookie taste in one Tuesday and the second week in December, they're still coming. No one's coming just for the cookies. And I don't mean quite that event at all. Let it go. (laughs) All those little things that are niceties, we will work a couple in, but we're not doing as much as we did last year. So, and I learned a big lesson last year. I came down with COVID. I believe it's the first weekend in December. My staff ran the store at the busiest time of the year through christmas eve by themselves mm-hmm. and i'm like you know jeff you really gotta relax they got it they really have it you know just relax let them do their jobs because they do it very very well and december is three times any other month except november for us and sales, so they were hospice hey. yeah you know and i there was nothing I could do about it. I was home sick as a dog. So I'm relying on that as well. They'll do the same this year. Having people you can trust, planning ahead, and determining what you're going to do personally and how to get that done is my advice. That's a great, great advice.
0: Amy, what about you?
3: Uh, a lot of what they had said. I think we're veteran enough to know that we've made the mistakes in years past. So I am prioritizing what I want to do at home. And we set the plan yesterday to so I know when I have to be at the store. And then the rest of the time, what's good enough is good enough. And my staff is going to do what they can do and you've got to bless and release some of that and yeah. put time in your schedule to put up your own tree. Like Jeff said, I'm going to focus on things that I've probably pushed off the last several years, but I feel really good about doing those things and you know, spending the time that we've blocked out just to relax and let it go. You just got to let it go. If you've done what you can do, you have to just let it go.
0: I agree. I think we can get really tied up. And I mean, we've all we've all experienced that. As you said we're all veteran in that world. And I and, you know, for any inner circle members listening. And if you have questions around that, you know. You can just get yourself tied up in the nods. And I love that, you know, you just Jeff said, you know, the cookies don't we don't do a taste testing. We don't do a taste testing. Like you got to let it go. We're the only ones. This has always been my favorite reminder to myself. I'm the only one who knows what doesn't get done. Right, so I'm the only one who knows we didn't get the bunting hung up, or we didn't get the thing done, or I didn't get that, you know, whatever. But it will come out if we don't. We'll burn out first of all, and like personally have been there. (laughs) Like burnout with holidays because I missed the cookies, I missed the concerts, I missed all the stuff because I had to be at the store, right? You know, but the store is going to do what the store is going to do. I love that job because you know you've got it planned and you did put the effort in, and what doesn't happen. So and again, why we talk a lot about planning in advance so i do want to mention that the in the inner circle we have the a new well it's i want to say it's it's a level up of our old dashboard we've always had a dashboard for you to help for your marketing and your planning we're calling it the playbook now amy helped us name that it's a marketing dashboard and playbook and so the november one was just put out today and inside we have reminders of emails to send so as amy hart mentioned she front-loading all that. She's getting all those templates done. shes We have six email templates in there for you to write and send to your people. We have the uh, social media post prompts. I didn't write your social media for you, but I got the prompts for you. A lot of that stuff's all taken care of. We also have ideas uh, for promotions for Small Biz Saturdays. And there's all kinds of other content ideas inside that playbook, along with your dashboard for your metrics, because you heard everybody here say they measure the metrics and they look at their numbers. So we're still looking at that as well too. So I want to remind everybody that that's there. I also want to remind everybody, I want to thank you three for being here today. You're all members of the Mastermind Group, which we have applications open if there's any Inner Circle members who are interested in joining us in the Mastermind Group. Let me know and I'll make sure you get an application form. And we're probably going to have room for two, maybe three members before the end of the year. So just let me know if you want to be part of it. These three have all said they're hanging out for another little while in the Mastermind Group for another year. So just let me know if you want to be part of that. And for you three, I want to thank you for being here. I know, again, this is a really busy time. This is a crazy time, but thank you for taking time out of your schedule. And I know you're all planners, so I know you plan to be here today, so I appreciate it. Any last, anything that you'd love to leave anybody with? Amy Hart, do you have anything?
4: Sorry, I had to unmute. Sorry for any background noise on my end earlier. I just, I'm really excited. We're having an event this Saturday in our shop and one of our Inner Circle members is going to be participating in it, Jenny Bickley of Honeybee Fabrications. She is a newer Inner Circle member and I just wanted to give her a shout out. She's launched her own line of products. She's always fabricated our our original products for us for the past seven years, but she's now launching her own line. So we're going to be featuring her her as one of our four artisans. So uh, we'll be posting pictures about that. We'll post some in the Inner Circle. So fun. So fun. Yes, I love that. So, Jeff, anything you want
0: to leave everybody with?
2: It's taken me many years. This is my 13th Christmas, I believe, (laughs) to get to the point. This is really a time of the year that we should enjoy this time of year. Uh I mean, I was always under the mindset of I don't have to grind it out. Uh You know, and there's a time, you Uh know, and every store's Time frame and building and things like that, that you do have to put in that grind out work, but that is not the way it has to be. And I'm still learning that. I mean, each year. So even if you can't get to the point where you want to be, you can in three or four years be to that point. I'm hoping, I'm hoping to turn the corner again for this holiday season and enjoy. But we should really be enjoying it. This is time when customers are excited to be in the store. Mm-hmm. They're excited to be buying, and this can really catapult your first and second quarter because if they really enjoy it and you're enjoying it, they'll return quicker to your store. That's the way I always say it. I, To me, this is a huge marketing game as well. Yes. Yeah. It's really locking down some customers here are just the one and two, three-time-a-year customers and to be at four or five-time-a-year customers, not only Christmas and Mother's Day, but also birthdays and anniversaries and everything else. So enjoy the time, make sure your customers are enjoying the time and let all the other stuff just, I haven't done that in the past, but I'm getting there. You're yeah. so,
0: getting, you're getting better, Joe. That's yeah. such a great reminder. I love that reminder. And the other part about that is we have a lot of people testing us out this time of the year, right? Yeah. They're, they're giving us a go. They're trying us out. They've never shopped here before. It's the first time in, this is our time to shine. And do the thing that we started to do. We opened, most of us opened our businesses for service and hospitality and to share our love of all the things. You know, here we are, all stressed out, running around with our heads cut off. No. So enjoying your customers and doing your thing right now. This gives you time and to sell. We're all good. We're much better at sa- much better salespeople when we're serving, right? When we're serving from a place of caring about our people. So I love that. Great reminder. Amy, anything else to share? I Maybe? just
3: want to echo this things that you have taught me as far as projecting your mindset, because your customers and staff, even though you think you're presenting a calm, if you are stressed out, they know it. And what I've learned is to figure out what's stressing me out, take it off my list, adjust it, let it go, because no matter what, You're conveying that irritation and stress and your customers won't respond to it. Your kids, your family, and just take a minute, take a beat, make a list, let some of that go and enjoy the time because I too, this is my 10th year and it comes with growth and it comes with knowing what didn't work and really knowing what to say no to also. We don't do events. Just know what your no is and it'll get much better.
0: You've really nailed your nose. I <laughs> <really laughs> do not like that. I am not doing that anymore. Well, so. it's so
3: funny because I just went through it again and it's constant. I went through what in my week is really pissing me off and causing me stress. And I adjusted it. I gave it to someone else or I changed it. Cause if I'm not looking forward to it, then I'm not doing it because it's gonna translate to my customers and it's a waste of time.
0: And I think that goes for all like for all parts of our business. Mm-hmm. what what can we, you know, we, yes, we have to do our bookkeeping y'all, but no, that's a hard note for me. I keep burning up the list. I'm fine. I know there's parts of it. So thank you. That's great advice. So thank you all. I appreciate all of you being here. You know how much I love you all. And I'm sure the inner circle members are taking out, we've got lots of, lots of comments coming in. So lots of great advice they're saying. So I appreciate Appreciate your time and your advice and all of your great skill sets that you're sharing with everybody. Thank you,
1: Wendy. Thanks, everybody. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Creative Shop Talk podcast. I'm so glad that you're here to join us this week and I hope you found value in what we're sharing here. I want to remind you that our website has all of the show notes you can find it at wendybatten.com slash podcast everything that you need to hear about today's podcast is there also an opportunity if you need to reach out to me if i can support you in any way whatsoever please feel free to reach out so thanks for joining us please leave a review subscribe if you can and never miss an episode we hope to see you back here again next week thanks my friend have a great week